Hi guys, uh, welcome back to Tattoo Home Records. This is a podcast where we talk about tattoos, life, and everything in between. My name is Callie. This is Gaia, Gaia. and we have a special guest. <laughs> Why did you make guest. me say I my said, own name? We have a special guest here on the podcast today, and this is Greg or Hedge. Hedge. Everybody calls me Hedge over on yeah. this side of the coast. <laughs> oh, he sounds so cool saying that. Yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering who Hedge is, Hedge is Gaia's dad. And oh, I was going to say the most important person in this room. Oh, I mean, President Hedge. Yes, President Hedge. <laughs> yes, President Hedge. Um, yeah, the OG President Loki. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Hedge, fun fact, always has the coolest shirts ever. Today he is wearing a space shirt. Yep. Yeah. It's funny because somebody it goes. has my name on it. He goes, are you a flatliner? Flatlander? I'm like. Yeah, with this shirt. <laughs> Showing the curvature of the earth. You are indeed emphasizing that we live on a flat earth. Yeah, absolutely. Like, okay. I think he bought it just because my name is on the shirt. I have the definition noticed. of earth and it yep. says Terra earth. and Gaia. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. So yeah, uh, very fitting shirt for the uh, podcast today. We just got back into town in Reno, I think two days ago. And um, Hedge flew in the day we got back, and so he is staying with us for like a week, and we decided to have him on the podcast because he's a very, very important person in our lives. So uh, basically, this episode is just us interrogating Hedge. (laughs) So, (laughs) ready? Yeah, ready. It's going to be a hundred questions. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're just going to bounce back and forth. Um, Hedge, question one. Yes. Mustard or ketchup on your hot dog? Both. Both. <laughs> if you had to pick one, mustard or ketchup. Ketchup. Okay. Good choice. Depends on the mustard. What oh. kind of mustard? Like a, a nice, bold mustard. Okay. I would take that. Like a deli mustard? Yeah. Mm. Honey mustard is my favorite. What do you put on your ketchup? Or on your ketchup? On my ketchup. <laughs> yeah. What do you put on your hot dog? On my hot dog? Um, I, I like to do mustard. Actually, I'm not a big ketchup person on the hot dog. I I like mustard just because it's hearty. It's a really strong flavor. They got this honey ranch mm. from Kraft, I think. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, and it has a little spice to it. <laughs> He's a little spice. hot take. <laughs> hot take. Guy's yeah. Guy's answer is ketchup for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent ketchup. All right, second question. We're gonna up the ante a little bit. Um, Hedge, what is it like being the dad of a tattoo artist? <laughs> Why do you keep whispering when you talk to him? I don't you're know. Like dropping down. You're like, <laughs> he was okay, just I'm gently asking. He was just him making this. fun of me for doing that earlier on our mic yeah. check. <laughs> um, one benefit: free tattoos. You did just yeah. get tattooed yesterday. Yeah. I like to see her blossom and expand. <laughs> One guy just made a face when he said blossom. You didn't like the word blossom? I thought that was really That's cute. That's so weird. Yeah, because your dad's not saying it. Blossom and expand. Yeah. <laughs> he means I'm I'm getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. I'm not pregnant. Just so no one thinks I'm pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting more and more. Buff. That's what he means by expand. Every time you see us, we do get buffer and buffer. Yes. So yep. that is fair. Yeah. So that's a come on working out so I don't have to be like a little one munching in the middle. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, mm-hmm. um, my dad just started doing street parking with us a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little mini health intervention where oh I just God. yelled at him. <laughs> um, and then I was like, well, you know what? Happy Father's Day. I'm going to get you a membership to work out. And he has been um, kicking all of our asses. Crushing it. We, we all three worked <laughs> out this morning. Yeah. 
Um, and yeah, he completely just mopped the floor with me and Kelly. Yeah, blew <laughs> us out of the water. Yeah, he I was lapped so us an entire round. Yeah, and I was literally like, oh my god, I think this workout is in Hedge's wheelhouse because yeah. I was fucking struggling. Yeah, yeah, I was dying. Yeah, and, and that was so fun. Yeah, but Hedge has been super consistent working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been like, how is that starting? Uh, like, I'm, at least I'm not sucking like a fish, you know. <laughs> When I first, because I don't have weights, when I first started out, I was using a windshield wiper bottle. (laughs) And it was equivalent to eight pounds. I'm like, eight pounds. Okay, no big deal. Mm -hmm. That shit kicked my ass. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. And then now I'm up to 25s, but I'm going to have to go up more Mm -hmm. because... Even the 25s are getting easier. Yeah. He worked out with 25s today and it was entirely too light Mm because he destroyed it. Yeah. Yeah, Which is funny because I'm like, you know, I'm struggling to work out with 25s. I have to convince myself to work out with 25s. I love me some 20s. (laughs) (laughs) Like 20s all the way. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm going to boost it up to probably 30 when I get home. Oh. Good for you, Hedge. Um, you did just say that you did just get tattooed yesterday. That was yep. yesterday, mm-hmm. right? Wow, it's been a long yeah. couple of days. Um, I wanted to ask you, what like major differences do you see getting tattooed today versus when you first started getting tattooed? Well, it's it's just different because like we use num- numbing solutions now, mm-hmm. and it really helps on especially tender areas. Yeah. But just the the rotary machines are just so quiet. I know, aren't they nice? They're just so nice. You can have a conversation. You can put on earphones, read a book, and it's not that like a jackhammer. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, or or you know, you listen to you can listen to other people, or still just you know, just have a nice conversation with your artist mm-hmm. instead Absolutely. of. That yeah, especially when they start going in. <laughs> it's so it's like, annoying. Oh, Jesus, get out of there! Yeah, we have. Yeah, whenever someone t- turns a coil machine on at the studio, I'm, I instantly am just like, oh, dang it! Yeah, you can see it's just like visibly it, bristle. Like, exactly, oh, it's terrible. It's, it, it's just such a the rotary is just so quiet. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. How about bandaging? You have tattoo derm on you right now, right? It's changed because, like I told her, it's like, at least you don't have to go to Piggly Wiggly and get the meat packet. <laughs> <laughs> Piggly yeah. Wiggly. And, yeah. and if you're from the South, I love Piggly Wiggly <laughs> because I'm from Arkansas and all we have is Walmart, but Piggly Wiggly or Kroger's. Are you from Arkansas? No, you live in Arkansas. Right I live now. in Arkansas. Where are, where are you from? Nebraska. Nebraska. What part of Nebraska? Uh, the west side. West side. <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't associate with Omaha. Anything past, past North Platteorm, Omaha is like, eh, they're, we don't consider them Nebraskans. Really? Ooh, <laughs> they are not Nebraskan. Nebraskan drama. Okay, so then. Cali offended a bunch of people in, what was it? Colorado. Colorado. Oh my God, you guys. It's not that serious. They got upset when we did the Good American episode. And I was like really upset that I didn't know what state was Colorado. Oh my God. Because it was so, it's such an easy one, right? Oh, when you guys were doing that, I was laughing so bad. <laughs> I was like, she don't even know where I live. 
you like our Kansas and our second Kansas? Second Kansas, oh, third Kansas. Kansas. Oh, this was. I think this is our Kansas. Uh, yeah, Kansas. <laughs> like this is it. I mean, we had like OG Kansas. Yeah, and yeah. I posted it on TikTok, and it was our first like TikTok that got like kind of viral. And it was just all the comments were just people in Colorado so upset, and they're like, "I'm I'm from Colorado. This is offensive. Really, Colorado?" I was like, "Really? All the Coloradans are getting upset." People from Kansas are totally chill. We had OG Kansas and second Kansas, yeah. and I didn't have a singular comment on that. <laughs> yeah, and they were totally fine with like, all right, cool. You don't need to know where Kansas is. Yeah, but Coloradans. <laughs> yeah, they oh my were. God. Yeah, they were mad. You would think they're like the first state to legalize weed. They'd be a lot more chill. Oh my god, seriously, <laughs> seriously. But okay, so you say you're from Nebraska. That mm-hmm. begs me to ask the question: How did you get involved in Gaia's life then? Because Gaia, what, what was the story she with that? She was from Florida. She was from I Florida. I wasn't from Florida. Well, you were in originally, Florida. Yeah, Florida. at that well, point. Originally, yes. you were from England. There you go. But he I had didn't to pause to know think about that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, originally, she's I, uh, from some foreign England. country. <laughs> Across the pond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I met her mom, mm-hmm. and then we were talking, and then we headed off, and she was going through a divorce, and she moved up with this one. Mm-hmm. To um, it was South Carolina. Okay, I were you still, living in South Carolina? Yep, I was okay. at Shire Force Base. Oh, uh, Sumter. Sumter. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, mm-hmm. so how how old were you when you first met Gaia? It was in the thirties. Thirty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking thirty five, thirty eight, something like that. What? I don't know. In the thirties. <laughs> no. She tells me shit like. How old are you now? I'm fifty eight. Okay, mm. so you and would have been 33. Okay, so yeah. I was in the 30s. There you go. 33. That um, was she, quick math. Because she tells me stuff is like... I think he was technically... Thir- he turned 34 mm-hmm. um, when I... No, he was 34 then. When yeah. he came mm. up. 34, yeah, 35. Um, yeah, because I was 11 when okay. you guys got married. Because I had my 12th oh. birthday in South Carolina. Okay. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Now, now we got some like... Markers, yeah. some like, yeah. I wanted to ask, um, because we talked about this a little bit before. How was it like, I guess, dating someone who had kids already? Were you, I, I didn't have no problems with it. Were you nervous at all? No, really, you don't have yeah. any other kids, exactly. I don't, I, I was a single person, <laughs> so, so a I single did, entity. I, I, I didn't have what they call baggage. Oh, okay. Okay. But, Maybe not children baggage. <laughs> you had been blown up. We're just going to start. Baggage. I was going to say, we're going to start calling children baggage now. <laughs> yeah. uh, do you have one baggage or two baggage? Yeah. Uh, how many How many check bags do how you have? How many check bags? He, he came it's with carry-on. It's $35 for the first one, and it goes up from there. $80 after that. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Um, yeah, he was only carry-on baggage, no right. checked luggage. Right. Do you remember was. meeting Hedge? Yeah. Really? What was that like? Uh, the first time we met, uh-huh. um, I met him in a parking lot. And he had the... Okay, so like my dad is... Or was, because he's dead, so he's not is anymore. Right. Um, was. was. Bio dad. Yeah, bio dad. Um, <laughs> he was like pretty conservative. Okay. Um, which is crazy because my mom was wild. Yeah. Um, but, you know, opposites attract. But he was really conservative um, mm-hmm. and just like your... I don't know, just like a nice dude. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and no tattoos. Um, mm. 
and like wouldn't let me get my ears pierced. Wow. Um, so I got my ears pierced like in the middle of their divorce because it was Lorna's way of like that's my mom's name the um, drama. of like you know rebellion. Yeah. Right. Um, of like this is my kid. I'm doing what I want with her. Um, and I definitely that was like one of the few things I used for the divorce to be like oh. Ear piercing. You said, how fun Crops. is this? I can just um, do this now. <laughs> yeah, so I got my ears pierced at 12, and okay. then my uh, nose pierced at 14. Mm-hmm. Um, but my dad was pretty, like, straight-laced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met Hedge, and he had come down to Florida, where we were, like, living at the time. And I met him, like, a parking lot. You know, my mom was like, oh, this is my, you know, friend. <laughs> and he had the coolest leather jacket. And we were going to a... Um, like a little like downtown like festival type thing because mm-hmm. the town we lived in in Florida always had all sorts of like events downtown. So this was just like a craft fair and mm-hmm. we went to a craft fair and um, he let me wear his jacket. And of course I'm 12, so I'm like quite small, probably like your size. He's a pretty big dude. So. Your size. <laughs> yeah, straight up. You're about 12 year old me size. I'm a 13 year old boy. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, well, a 12 year old me was a 13 year old boy because I wore all the stuff you wear now. <laughs> I'm just catching up. Um, and yeah, so then I and I got to wear his jacket, and my uh-huh. friend uh, Michelle was there, and we all just walked around, mm. and I felt so cool wearing this like big old like a proper because he was like a biker. Like a biker, biker, like Ooh. had a motorcycle. Cool guy. Um, yeah, super cool <laughs> tattoos. And I didn't, I like, I honestly don't remember anyone before him that I knew that had visible tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was just like, this guy's so cool. He's got wow. like a gnarly scar in his face that made him look like like an actual like <laughs> motorcycle Bad like, knife badass. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like you're he's a gangster. Like, or yes. Like you like, were like OG crazy. Don't like fuck, fuck with yeah, him. exactly. Yeah, where you like instantly felt like you were cooler and oh. also safer, but a little bit more in danger in his presence. So it's really cool. It's like a small kid. <laughs> so, okay. So when your mom introduced you to her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one was that? You. Okay. <laughs> there were a lot of them. Yeah. Lots of friends. <laughs> um, when did that like transition become into like, I guess, Hedge, like stepping into like father role? Like. Not until after the divorce. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. I guess he he was like a really gradual stepping into like fatherhood, like the first conversation, because like she didn't tell us she was getting married. Um, she had divorced my dad. Mm-hmm. And then a couple months later, went on a road trip um, to visit his family and like went to Sturgis and like was doing all the biker stuff. Um, and she came back from that and we were staying with my grandma at the time, like um, we were just like visiting with her. Mm-hmm. And then she came in and immediately because as certain therapists have pointed out i'm very observant um so i got to see her um, for like two seconds Mm -hmm. she walked in the door and like um hedge was with her and she and i instantly clocked that she had a wedding ring and i like looked at it and looked at her and was like visually like what the fuck and she just gave me this like all-knowing like smirk and i was fucking livid 
because I was 11. I was totally old enough to have been a part of a fucking wedding yeah. or at least have been discussed in the factoring of the you just went off and married somebody. Wow. Um, and so like Hedge being like the emotionally mature person he is knew that he was like, hey, I'm not trying to come in here and be anyone's dad. Like, I'm not trying to do that. So, like, I was fucking pissed off with her, and I didn't want to talk to her about it. Because mm. I was just like, you did the ultimate, like, shitty thing and just went off and got married, which was a major life decision, and you didn't tell your children. Mm -hmm. um, which, whatever, you know, that's her life. She fucking reaped what she sowed. Right. Um, and then one of the first discussions we had after that um, was that he was like, look, like, I'm not trying to replace your dad. I'm not trying to be your dad. Like, you have a dad. He is a great dad. Like, I'm not, I don't want to step on any toes. I don't want to wow. be any of that. So, like, I'm not trying to be your dad. I am trying to um, just be your friend. And then there was, like, it was probably, like, I don't know, because um, I moved up with them, like, a couple, maybe a month later. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, um, like, we were out at, on base one day and a like we ran into somebody he worked with mm -hmm. and it was really funny because like back then it wasn't as popular for like men to like um like basically just marry somebody with like kids and just instantly be like these are the kids they're just with me all the time <laughs> so when he would introduce me to people like you know he's a 30 some odd year old man with a 12 year old girl like going on base <laughs> shopping. Look so, at that pedophile. Yeah. So, and he didn't know what to call me because he didn't, he didn't want to, you know, obviously. Step on toes and right. step on toes and be presumptuous. Like, yeah. And we had um, probably, it's one of my like fondest like early memories mm -hmm. um, of uh, us running into somebody he worked with who mm. just stopped us on base and was like chatting and Hedge was there trying to figure out like how do, how do I introduce like this young child that is now with me because everyone obviously knew he was a bachelor <laughs> oh. um, and that like all of a sudden he just has like a child into yeah. a full grown child yeah. yes. so he was like this is my daughter and he looked at me for like a like, like, give me some guidance like, yeah, here. Help me out what should I say? And and the guy is there looking at him, looking like, wait, like, did you just find out you had a kid? Like, what's going what's on? What's the story? Yeah, like yeah. very much what's the story. This but is of course, a child. This is a baggage yeah. that I now have. Yeah, this is this is a 12 or an 11 year old baggage I now currently own. Yeah. Um and yeah, and then I um like was like oh like you know like was like hi yeah you know this is my dad mm -hmm. and then he just looked at me and like tears welled up because he's always been like super emotionally like aware enough mm -hmm. to he's not one of those men that's like afraid of like crying mm -hmm. and I was like this is my dad and he just like tears well up and just starts streaming out his face and he's there just like <laughs> <laughs> and we went back and forth for a while where I had to deal with like a lot of guilt of like mm -hmm. hey can I call you my dad because mm -hmm. I already have a dad right. like how do I do that like what are the like, steps on that Callie's also crying now I am I'm the only person here with fucking dry eyes go me it's very sweet Um, and then yeah I had to go back and forth on that because I mm -hmm. felt like all of my dad's side of the family would be really mad and my dad would be really well, hurt. Well, it's confusing as a child, was, yeah. right. you know? Also, just, I mean, having your mother come home and all of a sudden she's married. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> fast transition. That's right. quick. Very yeah. quick. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the funny part is your relatives in England mm -hmm. have never met. Oh, no, they love you, though. And they love me. Oh, <laughs> well, everyone yeah. loves Hedge, though. That's I was the like, thing. I need to go to England. 
You That's, do. Yeah. Yeah. You have to come should. to England so you can see like where I grew up and stuff. Right. Oh and everyone gosh. over there already loves you. So. I know. That's funny. They know how to drink over there. <laughs> they know how to drink. <laughs> well, yeah. They kept like feeding me wine. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. It was so cool. Um, anyways. <laughs> Getting sidetracked. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna... I had another question to ask, I guess, as far as like fatherhood goes and having this be like such a sudden thing but like also an organic thing because obviously like you're not with guys bio mom anymore right um and i just i don't know like how how did it come to obviously like you basically half raised like gaia and her brothers Mm -hmm. and you know all that stuff how did it come to a point where like now you're here and obviously like that that path ended with her bio mom it was, you know, I think people grow mm-hmm. and people change. Mm-hmm. And with you, I haven't changed. Yeah. With her, I have. Right. So the distance we had or the problems we had mm-hmm. didn't go with this relationship. Right. So all of a sudden, yeah, I guess that makes sense because I, I I wanted to, I guess, to really zone in on the question, ask, like, do you ever, did was there ever a thought of, like, oh, my gosh, like, is it wrong for me to, like, continue a relationship with, like, her kids? Or is it, like, obviously you were there for most of their childhood. I guess, like, right. I wouldn't say I think, childhood, but, you know, like, adolescence I, I, and, like. I think the funny part is when I look back at it, when we when I did marry her, they were like, "Oh, your guy's gonna get divorced." Really? <laughs> She's gonna leave you, or it's it's just like it's yeah. they yeah. were they were like, she can't, she doesn't have. I don't I don't know how to put it in words, but she they were like, it's not gonna work. <laughs> mm. More <laughs> accurately, I'll say it because he's being really polite. Eleven um, year old me straight up told him um, that. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? You shouldn't have gotten married because she's not good at marriage. Right. Wow, because nice. at that point, you know, she she'd been through two divorces, right. and like, and I don't actually think she's not good at marriage. I no, think yeah. that was just me processing you being a kid. But too. Then, yeah, savage, me, yeah, straight savage, <laughs> straight savage. Me processing the divorce, and um, and then the fact that like I was also bitter that she went and did this, mm-hmm. and like now I understand fundamentally why, and it's because like. Being a woman, she wasn't going to be able to live with a man and also get custody of her kids. Mm. Because we wouldn't, like, the courts would not have allowed her to Mm -hmm. have, like, lived with a full-grown man that she was not married to. So, like, logistically, she did what she, what the best move was as a mother. Right. um, To make sure she could still provide for her children. Right. So, like, that I genuinely understand. And I'm not judging anyone who, like, Mm -hmm. does that because you have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Um. But we were just like, look, it's because we were like, she's done this twice. She's not going to fucking stay together. Mm. And then like you, as you know, anyone who listens knows like my mom and I have always had a tumultuous relationship since really young. And then teenage years, it just got amplified. So even like for me speaking about it, um, because you could see when you're outside of a relationship, you can oftentimes see the reality of it better than the people that are in it. Yes. Um, And so... We as a family saw the way that, like, their relationship was unfolding. And um, for me, I was always, because, you know, it's me and I'm blunt and I'm vocal. Mm -hmm. I was always vocal about the fact that, like, hey, just so you know, like, 
if you guys get divorced, and this was before I turned 18, like, if you get divorced, like, I'm picking you, so you better plan on adopting me. Because, like, I'm... Plan on it. I, at that point, was estranged from my father because of, like, my mother and my relationship. So I was estranged from my father. So I was like, well, dude, you're... I'm not going with her. I'm going with you. Mm -hmm. So I think at, like, 14 was the first time I told him that. So three years into their marriage. But I was already just like, hey, um, if shit doesn't work plan on yeah. you have a kid Get, dude like, i'm your kid straight up but i also think that like to build off of that question of like that divorce i don't think because people get divorced or separated i think that a marriage is separate from parenthood yeah and parentage mm-hmm. because i think that like because you can be divorced and still be good parents yeah. to the child mm-hmm. yeah and so i don't think that like because you don't have any of your own biological Mm-mm. like you know, kids that I know but of. yeah, that you know of. You could have you could have lots. <laughs> Baller over here. Well, player, player. I've been overseas, but yep. I've been overseas. Um, a lot. Um so he could. I could find out one day that I have like a sibling. Ooh. Um holler if you're my sibling. We'll do a paternity test. Um but yeah, I think that like that, yeah, that relationship sense. is a truly like when someone is your parents and like he really grew into the role in a very natural way of being a father. Yeah, I guess I'm so curious about all this because um, my last ex had a kid. And so I had even, like, even though we were so early into a relationship, I was still, like, considering the fact that, like, okay, there's going to be a really high chance of, like, this relationship that I have with this kid is going to be very tumultuous and Mm -hmm. very, like, this kid is going to hate me for, like, more than a few years. But I, I don't know, like, if that's always how that plays out or if that's just, like... I think if, if as long as you go in there and you don't crack the whip, mm-hmm. you know, you go in there and just, hey, dude, I'm not your parent. Mm-hmm. I just want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. Let's just do on friendship first. Oh. And then, and then we'll work on yeah. being a parent yeah. and a family. Yeah. And then after <laughs> that, it just works out. Yep. Can you tell me about this chore list that I've been hearing about? <laughs> Speaking of parenthood. The chore list? Yes. This is a hot take on parenting right here. So if you are Military a parent, 101. Yes. This is a, like, I have told numerous clients about this mm-hmm. because um, I'm just going to interject. I think this is also part of being a parent mm-hmm. um, and not having kids that are biologically yours and going it with it as your approach, mm-hmm. which was like, Hey, I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be your dad. Cause yes. I think a lot of times like where people end up with this, like, role of a parent is because they are trying to be a parent where you are just being yourself or you try to be like your parent yeah and that shit don't work oh absolutely Mm -hmm. you know you cannot be what your parents are or was yeah yeah and (laughs) okay my my list Mm -hmm. (laughs) they i did it the military way Mm -hmm. okay i didn't want any I didn't want anybody to, you know, they had chores. Right. Um, picked up dog poo. <laughs> um, um, you know, clean the room. Right. Um, you know, just different chores during the week. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, I want you to bring me five, a, a list of five punishments each. Right. And then I add on my punishments. Oh. 
So 15 in total? Well, or? there was like 15, 20, 25. Wow. Yeah, it started out as like 15, and yeah. then I think like near the end it was at like 22. Oh, wow. But I, I made them yeah. fill out. Which is so cool. Five. <laughs> Five, no, five of the worst punishments. Because I mean, I am horrible to myself, yeah. so I oh, chose so the you, worst possible yeah. punishment. I would be such a shithead. I would pick the easiest punishment. Right. Oh no, but, I am genuinely always going to be so much harder uh, on myself. Yeah. So I chose like the phone was super vital for me. Yeah. Why would you put that on the list? And that was the number one. Because like he phone. said put your top five. You're punishments. such a good kid. Because <laughs> I would have been like, okay, how do I do this so that way it seems like I'm trying, but like I'm not actually trying. Right. <laughs> uh oh, hold up. Battery. <gasps> yeah. Oh Dang it. <laughs> Did we just miss all of that? Hopefully not. I mean, if we're still recording, we're still recording. We're not. This is zeros. Let's go. Let's zeros go all the way around. Yeah. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's double A batteries. Double A. All of our batteries and, are going loose. I don't have double A. <laughs> Keep, okay, so we were, where, where did we leave off? The punishments. The punishments. Five per person. The, it's just flashing. Keep right that there. in your brain. It's fresh in our brains. Five. And it's not recording. We overloaded it. Hudge, you're too beautiful. Jeez, and rolling on one. Whatever that means. Why is it turning red like that? I don't know. I don't know. You're the tech support. You're supposed to be our producer. Well, you should just. I don't know. Sure. I have no idea. It does. But just hang (laughs) in here and. Hi guys, so um, as you can tell, we uh, had some more technical difficulties. So apparently these last two weeks have been a little bit crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I was just talking with Barbie hands there. <laughs> so Wave. Hedge, my dad, uh, was in the middle of telling us about the chores slash punishment list. Um, we did have to take a couple hour break, so that's why if anyone looks different, it's because now we are very full of sushi. Callie is, what did you call it? Comet toast. Sushi toast. Yeah, sushi toast. And drunk. And she's drunk. <laughs> and I am feeling pretty solid. And Hedge had an entire bottle of sake. So we Just are one. back to the list yes. slash punishments. The hot take for parents. Hot take for parents. Oh, yeah, we left off on, um, you said that you had the kids write down five punishments. Correct. If they weren't, you know, if they didn't complete a chore. Correct, because okay. they would have the chore list and then the punishment list. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And if they, it was you know, if they didn't do their chores, they would That's get our uh, floor creaking because Caboose just stepped on the creaky spot on the floor. It and wasn't the Caboose. Space was great. <laughs> it was a ghost. I'm oh, telling I'm you guys, sorry, it's a ghost. ghost. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yes. Anyways, so yeah, they would all write down five. Five. Um, Punishments. Punishments if they didn't do their chores. And then you would add yours, right? And then I would add some to the chore list that they didn't write down. Okay. So let's say they didn't take out the trash. Mm -hmm. Okay, Gaia, take a number. (laughs) One through whatever, like 20. Uh And they figured out like number three was like the phone. And that would be her worst punishment because she was always talking on the phone to their 
friends and everything. This is before the internet was like yeah. what it is now. We, so how you talk to your friends we, we was still, on the phone. <laughs> we still had dial-up, so nobody mm-hmm. was on. Um, Merrick would have the computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Guy would have the phone. Mm-hmm. So they figured out quite fast that the numbers were always consistent to the punishment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hmm, I'll just change that. So I put it in random numbers on the punishment. <laughs> and when they came out, it go, oh, I'll take number three because that's the computer. They're like, no, this one is picking up dog shit. And they're like, what? And I said, hey, random on the, on the list. Sorry, life's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but you did do this really cool thing where you let us trade. So true. Um, if you know he got no computer for a week and I got pick up all the dog shit or walk up and down the road and pick up all the trash on the entire road. Mm. Um, yeah, which there was a lot of litter on that fucking road. <laughs> and, and there was and no was and there was solid... no cars or anything because the road was a P shape. So oh. you came off the interstate. It wasn't even, it was just two lanes. Yeah, like a highway. Coming down, going to a P, and go back up. Yeah, and it was just the neighborhood that mm. was there. Yeah. But there was so much trash. Interesting. So, because like the people that lived there were just litter. They didn't give a shit. Right. Because um, we didn't live in like the nicest neighborhood. So mm-hmm. they didn't care. So then, yeah, we had to like go down and pick up all the trash. And uh, I made a copy, I had them sign it. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And I gave it to them both. So they had the responsibility of looking at their chores. How old were they and, when they got a contract? Oh, they were like 12, 13, yeah. 14. You had these kids 12. sign a contract? Yeah. yeah. We had it sign a legally binding contract. That <laughs> Do you we understood our, there as well? Our no. chores. He signed it too. We wow. signed it and he signed it. Okay, yeah. So it was a legally binding. Legally. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, it was great because I came home and the chores wasn't done. I would just say, Whoever pick a number, and there was no screaming and hollering or anything. Really? Yeah, it, it was just completely fair all all the yeah. way through. Wow, that's nuts. It was. It yeah. was cool. That's nuts. I feel like if I um if my parents had split up and like I had like a new, especially like male figure in my life, I feel like I'd have a lot of resistance to that. Mm-hmm. I never know though cuz like you know I was obviously never put in that position, right. but I feel like a lot of the stereotype is is that like there's going to be a ton of resistance. Well, and... you can't you that's going to be okay, you're going to have a father. Right. When you get into that position, you don't go in as a father. Mm-hmm. That's where you were smart, I you think. You go in as a person hopefully with friendship. <laughs> and then, you know, and then hopefully eventually they'll accept you as a parent. Mm-hmm. Not not as a father mother, just a parent. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, as a fig yeah, father figure. Yeah. Then what would you say your best like parenting advice would be? Don't get married? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's solid advice for people that are already married. <laughs> And maybe people that want to have kids or have small kids. I mean, you we call them baggage now. Early. We don't call them kids. Sorry, yeah. uh, that ha- large baggages yes. and small carry-ons. Yeah, small carry-ons. carry-ons. Um, I think carry-ons are pets, maybe. Oh, maybe. Um, oh, and then, yeah. So for people who 
want to go down that route or are already going down that route. Don't read books. Any books? Oh are you talking about books on parenting? Yes. <laughs> because they're going to tell you shit that you're going to do Don't and you're going to be screwed up the rest of your life. Oh, just what? just do what's normal. Do what's normal? If, if your kid gets out of line, sit them down and tell them why you shouldn't do that. You know some books tell you that, right? Oh, I know, but some of them too... Oh, just be their friends. And sometimes they got to have a little whack on their butt. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. Play. I don't know who this man is. Um, <laughs> but he's never hit but, us. But see, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's an age to where parents should not be hitting their children. Or, you know, discipline is discipline. But hitting and smacking and, you know, stuff like that. There's an age where you gotta you gotta stop yourself mm. from doing that mm-hmm. because by that age they should know right and wrong. But just you know, I don't I don't know. There is no real parenting one hundred and one. Just do what you think you is best. Okay, hot take. What's your parenting? <laughs> My parenting advice. You have to give parenting advice. You can't skip the question. Um. From a non-parent, from, a plant parent, from an auntie. Yeah, the best water. auntie advice I could give is um, make your kid feel like they can talk to you. Yes. So when they fuck up, don't like punish them right away. Just like hear them out, because like I don't know, you don't want them to like hide that shit from you. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, someone today told me they skipped school, <laughs> and I was very upset. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't going to do anything about it because I, I would rather you feel comfortable enough that to tell me. That was me. I skipped school. Gaia skipped school. for a st- And I was like, well, when, when, you know, they said that they were going to do it, I was like, okay, for what? You know, let me hear you out. It better be for a good reason. It was not for a good reason. But they learned their lesson. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. whatever. You already figured it out. You already learned your lesson. Don't be a dumbass. Um, but it's really important to me that they felt like they could tell me. So. Mm-hmm. Make your kid feel like they can talk to you. Don't punish them right off the bat. Hear them out. Yes. Let, let, take the five seconds to breathe mm-hmm. and let them talk. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because all that happens if you teach, if you always punish them. Um, and granted, I was a really good kid. Mm-hmm. I didn't get caught for very many things. Um, and I just became a really good liar. So that's all that happens. <laughs> well, that, you, it's like negative reinforcement, yeah. you know? If you punish when we tell you the truth, we're just going to lie to you. How's your kids supposed to so. know when they can come and talk to you then? Mm-hmm. You know, like subconsciously you've been giving them that negative reinforcement. Yeah. And always tell them if for any reason you need a pickup, call us. Yeah. Because you called us a couple of times. Yeah, let me be real fucking clear about that. I didn't call you because I put myself in situations. I called you because I had parents who put me in situations Mm -hmm. that I had to call. Like, sending me to church with a bunch of strangers. Mm -hmm. That, you know, not the fucking best parenting. Or sending me on a blind date. Ew. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah, that this kid called up our house. 
I was in the shower. My mom accepted a date on my behalf. Yikes. I think it was just a case of, like, a parent wanting to get rid of their teenager on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, fine, whatever, you take her. And then I got taken to backyard wrestling um and even though now i'm a massive pothead i was like i was straight edge before that was a thing let's she be would, real clear she, she was would, yeah that was like you take aspirin oh you're on drugs yeah really? i was very oh, yeah. anti-drugs anti-alcohol all that don't you, worry you're even drinking if your kids coffee are now, you're on drugs <laughs> Yep. I, I was like, say that. Yeah, drugs. <laughs> yeah. Well, I drank coffee. I started drinking coffee like super early. Right. But, um, What's your parenting advice? Uh, my parenting advice: find another adult that is not you, because no matter how much you think your kid trusts you, talk to you, is like your best friend, you're mm-hmm. their best friend. They don't want to talk to you about a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. anything that's mildly embarrassing, find an adult that they can be real with. Because otherwise, what happens is you've got kids learning about sex from other kids, kids learning about drugs from other kids. Find an actual adult that they can look up to and trust to be able to have those conversations. So that way, when they do need a ride, they have someone else besides their parents. Um, Or, you know, in your case, you know, when you have kids looking up to you, hence why I called you today and said I skipped school. Because I look up to you. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's important to have friends that your kids can actually have connections to. Mm -hmm. So that way, like when those, you know, quote unquote, real conversations happen, because no matter how cool you are, your kid is not talking about sex. They're not talking to you about kissing or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It's awkward. You can be super cool about it. um, But like they they don't want to talk to you about it. So Mm -hmm. find them, like have people in your life that you want your kids around that also your kids want to be around. Yeah. Don't force so, that on them. That yeah. connection can't be. Yeah. No. Just keep finding, just get cooler friends. That's it. Speaking of parenting and like childhood and stuff. <laughs> Had you ha- Did you have any idea that Gaia was going to be a tattoo artist? I knew she had talent because like we were talking, I have two, two uh, daggers on my calves. Uh-huh. And she would actually. I thought she was a weird child <laughs> <laughs> because, because as soon as she get home, she would go to her room, close the door, or leave the door open. It didn't uh-huh. matter, and she would stay in there for hours. I feel bad. <laughs> and and I would be like, "Is she okay? She doesn't. She just goes to her room, and she's like, yeah, she's fine. She's just playing.' And and she, We'd go in there and we'd walk by and she'd be like drawing or painting or playing with her dolls and everything. But I have two cat two um tattoos on my calves and uh one day she came out with Ken and she No, it was Barbie. Was it Barbie? Yeah. And I she, only had one Ken, but I had like twelve Barbies. And she goes, Look, <laughs> look what hair. I did. And and she had the designs on her calves were exactly like mine. Wow. <laughs> I turned a little gay Barbie into my dad. <laughs> oh, my God. She made and, you but like a Barbie. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, you know, I was like, man, that's freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. Because they were just like my daggers. That's so cool. I knew she had artistic skills. Mm-hmm. So you had, a, you had an idea that she was going to yeah. go down that like, well, path. And then she took artistic um, art school mm-hmm. in college. Mm-hmm. 
And then when we got the tattoo parlor, she just, you know, she she just started. I think she's one of those where she sits down and looks at a video and watches the video. Yeah. And then she'll pick up that technique. Yeah, quick? Yes. Mm. Succubus. That's what he always said. Mm -hmm. It's the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest, like, compliment. Tattoo succubus. Yeah. Yeah? No, that's cool. That's a good thing. Well, that's why you're so big on when you when you apprentice people. You're like, you fucking better watch. <laughs> yeah, because you learn so much watching somebody. You do, yeah. you do because, you you know, like how, how to hold it correctly. How, you know, like you guys were saying the other day, how to pull real long line. And you yeah. learn that from other artists. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. You know, using your shoulder. Follow-up question. Go. Did you have any idea that she would be very queer? Very. Very, very. <laughs> I didn't know she was very. <laughs> Not just normal. And I didn't know she was queer. Mm -hmm. um, until like, what, about maybe five? Well, you was always, I don't know, how would you put it? You were a weird queer. child. <laughs> no, I was a weird queer child. <laughs> you said you were bi one day. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. It's like, whatever. I'm not religious, so I'm not going by the Bible. Mm -hmm. I'm going by her. Right. She, she can do, she, if, I think, I think there's so much pressure on children nowadays. Don't guide them one way or another mm -hmm. until they realize what they are. Mm. Yeah. And I mean 18 to 21 range. Right. And then they'll figure it out in their time what they want to do mm -hmm. instead of going oh she's a tomboy she's going to be gay you don't know that but you were a tomboy but <laughs> yeah but did, we didn't say you were gay we just said you know that was, well, I was also issues. a girly girl yes because mm -hmm. you know we go fishing <laughs> three minutes into fishing i'm done <laughs> it was so boring <laughs> the most boring sport in the entire world i don't even know why it's called a sport so, yeah i was talking so to boring. one of my high school crushes and um he's like yeah i'm going fishing and i was like oh really i love fishing fishing is so fun he's like do you like fishing or do you like catching and i was like oh i like catching yeah catching is yeah fun. and then he was like no then you don't like fishing and i'm like that makes sense though breaking it yeah. down no the catching because it's is that really whole fishing part. lie of you can't talk because it'll scare the fish away <laughs> Is that true? Like, it's, no, it's not true. <laughs> it's it's only it's only if you're throwing shit in the lake or, <laughs> or the river. Well, not even the river because the river has a stream, you know, a current, yeah. and it's making noise all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. But lakes, you throw stuff in. And it, it disrupts it, the, yeah. You know, it makes a sound in the they water. Can feel it. Yeah. And, yeah. And it scares the So basically, the dad's lie. <laughs> yes. That's what I got. Dad's lie. Yes, but it's fun. You had a question for us? No. Mm-hmm. Liquid. Oh. Oh, y'all. I don't this even. This is the best part even... about my. Hold on. Let me interject. <laughs> this is the best part about my dad. My dad is so okay with, like, anything. So when I was like, hey, I'm gay, he's like, okay. And I was like, hey, I'm getting married to a man. He's like, okay. And when I was like, hey, I am non-binary. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, only, what, last year we had yeah. that revelation where yeah. I was like, like, oh, shit, I don't identify as a woman, like all the time, mm -hmm. and um, like 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 that one, non-binary. I'm like, what the fuck is that? But he mm -hmm. just goes, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but you would tell me, or I would look it up, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You asked, um, what was that thing you posted 
something about gay liquid, and I was like, there's a liquid that makes you gay? Yeah, I, yeah it's called alcohol. <laughs> it takes down your inhibitions, and you know to go for the right side. For the right, yes. Yeah. Yes, for the, right the side. correct side well, is what happens when you have alcohol. What, what he originally was trying to ask, but we got to the bottom of it, was uh, what is gender fluid? Mm-hmm. Gender fluid, that, but... In my mind, it was always liquid fluid. I like gender liquid better. Yeah, gender yeah. liquid. Yeah, gender liquid. Gender fluid um, basically means that... Because gender is... Um, it's not like... How do I explain it in a better term than what Drunk Callie is trying to say? Um, <laughs> no, let Drunk Callie speak her mind. <laughs> Drunk Callie so says that um, gender is a social construct, first of all. Basically, you can identify as a man... And you can identify as a woman, right? Okay. But that doesn't mean that you're, like, born like a cis cis man means that you have a penis, right? That's the cis man, basically. Um, but if you have a penis and you want to identify as a woman, then you identify as a woman. But when you're gender fluid, that means that you go and you are both. You know, you're you're it's it's fluid. So you're, like, in the spectrum of sometimes I feel more of a woman today and sometimes okay. I feel like more of a man today and sometimes I don't feel like either. Yeah. So it's just a very... Which is where androgyny lies. Yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. So it's just more... Whatever you feel that day is mm-hmm. the way... Or not even that day. It could be hourly. It could be hourly. Yeah. It could because be monthly. You could, because could you be... could see somebody of the opposite sex beautiful or mm-hmm. whatever that inspires you to watch them or whatever because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be beauty because it could be like a hair design yeah and it's like god damn that's beautiful right i want to yeah. try that yeah like it's as simple as that yeah okay gotcha yeah yeah floating on through <laughs> floating on through yep in the in the gay liquid <laughs> <laughs> liquid gay yep <laughs> Get your can of liquid gay today. <laughs> oh, that's going to be our next one. Yep. Yep. Um, did you have any last questions? Um, I just wanted to ask you, when did you get your first tattoo and what was that like? Because you've been getting tattooed for a long time. <laughs> I was trying to think when it was in, I started in Spain in 90s, mm-hmm. uh, 92, something like that. And my first tattoo was on my forearm, the one that's been covered up oh, by yeah. you. It was a Meatloaf Bat Out of Hell album <gasps> with the motorcycle bike. Yeah. What? With the with the metal wheel tar- tearing into the flesh. Meatloaf? Yes. Meatloaf is you awesome. You are fucking, that's, it makes so much sense. <laughs> I love so Meatloaf. <laughs> Because I would listen to it. Yeah, exactly. That I makes so me, much sense. Wow, that was your first tattoo? That was my first one. In Spain? In Spain. In pain? Uh, it, was, it wasn't bad. Oh, okay. It was on the forearm. You, did you even like know who it was? Oh, yeah, because you... the, the, he, did, he did my back. He did my calves. He did most of my arms at oh. that time. In Spain? Well, we did. We started in Spain, and then when I got to Shire for Space in the two, no, we've been what the two thousand area? Late nineties. Late nineties. Yeah, because mm. I moved he, up in ninety. He was there. Ninety seven. In Shaw. So he was also in the military. Yes. Okay, so it wasn't a tattoo artist. No, 
He was a tattoo artist, but he was in the military. Oh. He was, but the military was, didn't pay him to was, be a tattoo artist. It was his no. side job. Really? His side hustle was yes. a tattoo? Like, not and, just... and we do it at his house. <laughs> and, and, Things were and, different back then. And, and, and it was the old style. Milo, you yep. cannot apply to standards <laughs> 20 years ago. Because, you know, that was normal. You know, yeah. like when you, I don't know when you did your first. Was it in the studio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because like um, your mom. I learned in a shack. Right. She did her first tattoo. Well, technically sh- a shed. Right. A shed. And then she did her first tattoo on me in a shed. Right. On an incline weight bench. That for some reason, I have no idea. This makes absolutely no sense to me. The guy that was teaching us had me like up on the incline weight bench so then and it's on my hip which is also just a dumb as fuck place for your first tattoo like to perform it as a tattoo artist because your stomach and hip are very stretchy dude it's gnarly and then i'm (laughs) compressed so it's squishing that skin together instead of like laying it completely flat maybe that's why she took five hours yeah five hours doing a two by three tattoo i can't stretch it anymore i had to help stretch (laughs) it was just genuinely like all around a terrible idea but you know and you gotta remember that south carolina we just when did it go into 2005 it became legal so anything before that was scratchers wow Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're talking, you know, not that long ago. Yeah, no, not at all. We were the last two of the states. I think it was Missouri and mm-hmm. South Carolina. Whoa, that's nuts. Yep. And you know, in two thousand five, he's like, "What the hell?" And look how far we've come exactly. now. Silent machines, blanket warmers. Blanket warmers for the yeah. Yeah. You didn't give me a blanket warmer. <laughs> you had a blanket on your chair. Oh. Well, we, yeah. we can give you a fresh one and when it's all warm and stuff. Okay. This man <laughs> didn't give him a blanket warmer. <laughs> he didn't notice my wireless tattoo machine. He got so excited about it's that. Really yeah, cool. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Because he nuts. had to listen to me bitch about that years ago. Yeah. Well, the technology. You know me and cables. Oh God, it's <laughs> fucking annoying. The little uh, the cables for the what is it? I can't believe I forgot clipcord. Yeah, the, the clipcord. The clipcord for your fucking machine. Yeah. It's basically the same thing as like headphone wires. Mm-hmm. You look at that thing, it gets tangled. And, and you, you just look at it wrong and it gets fucking tangled and, and it's you'd so have annoying. to use the foot pad yeah the foot pedal yeah. yeah it's crazy the technology and tattooing is advancing so quick that even the apprentice now yeah i'm not We're... much older than him in the whole grand scheme of tattooing and he i looked at his power supply and i was like oh fuck i forgot that like you know you're not uh your timer isn't like connected to it because he's using a wireless battery yeah. and he's like what do you mean by timer <laughs> and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Never fucking mind. It's one of those cases where you take new tattoo artists and you show them, like, here's a foot pedal. And they're like, what is a foot yeah. pedal? Yeah. You're like, do you know what this cord is? This what is, is this cord. Yeah. It's like, what's this? It's a rotary phone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same thing. Well, 
we're going to get there soon with this next generation. Alrighty. So do you have any last messages to our listeners? Anything you want to say to nope. everyone that I'm loves good. us and supports us? No? <laughs> he says, nope, he's good. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We apologize about the difficulties we have had. We are obviously still a baby podcast. Um, I think this is like episode 20 or 21. Yeah. And for some reason, our like camera equipment just decided to take a shit on us. Well, to be fair, it's been a crazy, crazy month. Yeah. It's you know? the energy in the room. It's my energy. I just don't want to talk. Yeah. He is disrupting the electronics in the room because he is indeed a ghost. Yes. (laughs) So, but thank you so much. And then next week we will finish answering the 101 questions. Mm -hmm. That being said, you still have a couple days to send in any more questions that you have. And thank you. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.